What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 30 of your mom's favorite threesome, and we've got your weekend recap ready to go here today. Got a lot to talk about, so we're going to jump right into everything because LeBron had a weekend. Coach K said bye. Uh, Calvin Ridley is a gambler, apparently. <laughs> uh, baseball had some new things that they're putting out there, testing to see if they can get this going for the season that we may or may not have. Um, we're talking college basketball and uh, what we're watching and Sam's Batman review. So there's a lot to talk about. So, guys, what's going on? Not much, man. What's going on with you? Not much going on. Uh, our boy over here is kind of uh, – he's sad. He, uh, the bank ripped him off. I'm it's, fucking pissed. He's, I'm he's sad. He's about, just, he's about to come occupy Wall Street like, right now. He's about to occupy these uh, ATMs. <laughs> My taxpaying ass goes to put a little cash into the ATM. And the ATM malfunctions, and all of a sudden now I don't have cash. Now I got to go through a whole fucking claims process. You hear that, um, Biden? You hurting our boy? I'm pissed. I didn't even know people were putting money into machines like that. Yeah, they it's have called... like the the deposit cash. Where yeah, you take cash. No, I, mean, I know you can do account. it. I just didn't know anyone who does that. Me, all the time. Oh yeah, I do. I'll do that from time. Yeah, yeah. I just, Especially if I got che- if I got checks, then I just, I, I've done a check before. But, it's easier than going do, to the I've bank. I've done it. And waiting in line, you drive know. up, put your, swipe your card, deposit money. It opens up. You put the money in there, and it goes into your account instantly. Yeah. You know how many times that my money's disappeared? Never. I mean, that's fine. Congratulations. <laughs> I'll get my money back. So it's not like right. <laughs> he better. Yeah, you goddamn <laughs> right, though. Know, somebody using somebody's pickup to drag that fucking ATM <laughs> down the block. No, oh, man. Damn right. Well, Can't he, wait for that episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> Antoine goes to jail. Antoine. He just takes up the call from Tulsa County. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like fuck the, the bank. <laughs> That'd be a, a, a lit episode for sure. Oh, yeah. That'll be a great one to hype up. I show them motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, you got five minutes left. <laughs> hey, we need your power five, Antoine. All right, quick, quick, quick. Actually, that's a good way to go ahead and start. Um, before you give your power rankings, LeBron did have quite the you yeah know, the weekend. So we might just go ahead and dive right into that and see what the, what that all looked like. What what was your take on that? Uh, my take on it was LeBron James listened to the podcast and. Heard you guys say that he's not must-watch TV anymore and was like, fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm going to drop 56. That's what it seemed like to me. So, um, again, that just goes to prove LeBron is having one of his best, his greatest offensive seasons, you know, which is crazy to say given how long he's been in the league. You know, he's 37 years old now. Um, it's, it's just amazing to watch somebody like LeBron who's just had, you know, such a consistent career, such a great career already, and just watch him go out there and drop 56 points on the Warriors. Um, now, granted, the Warriors, I don't know what's going on with them. That's, that's they need, my, to, my, they my, need my, to find their spark. Uh, but, you know, something like this for the Lakers. The Lakers need this. They need that little spark, um, to you know, especially with the season going into the playoffs soon. And they're competing for a play-in spot. So they need that spark. They need something to get them motivated. Um, nothing better than watching uh, all time great go out there and put on a performance the way he did. You know, fifty six points is nothing to laugh at. That was uh, definitely must see TV on Saturday night, um, especially when you got other big events going on. That seemed to be 
the kind of event at the time going on. I mean, it was a great performance for LeBron, uh, kind of a vintage LeBron, uh, him putting the team on his shoulders and, you know, carrying them uh, to the finish line. Uh, pretty, I think he had 16 in the fourth quarter, um, really closing that game out. Um, that That is the biggest takeaway from this game. I mean, clearly uh, – he was fantastic. The Lakers needed it, and it's a kind of spark that can kind of propel you to, you know, take the kind of a final uh, in-season run to one stay into that uh, kind of bubble, that playing game, and to maybe get some get some uh, energy going into Momentum the playoffs. Sure. Momentum going into the playoffs. The other side about, it, like I said, ninety percent of this is LeBron. There's that ten percent that there is something definitely wrong with the Warriors. I mean. They, I mean, they are the only teams playing worse than them right now. Might be like the Rockets, and yeah. maybe the Thunder. It's kind of rough, man. And it's I mean, rough. and the best player on the Thunder is playing better than the best player on the uh, Warriors right now. So it's it, it's a it's a rough look for the Warriors at the moment. I mean, they've got to find they got to find something. I mean, and I know we said do I will we be surprised. That if they turn around, no, I won't be surprised they do. I'm just saying that with so many games left to go into the playoffs, and they're having this kind of slide, um, it's not good. No, it's not good at all. I don't know. I don't know why they're not playing with the same energy that they had earlier in the year. Um, they came out this, you know, the beginning of the year like they had something to prove. They came like, out like gangbusters. The Warriors are still here. We're still a threat. We're still championship contending team, and now they're just looking like. Sh- what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, the shit. Yeah. You know, one thing about it, too, is people get lost in how great of a shooter Steph Curry is. But is he a great leader? So that's always been kind of You know a, what I mean? Like, why, is, why are you the best player on this team and your team's not, you know, yeah, coming I, out with spark and fire and energy? You know, that just goes to show how much of a um, – how how big of a piece Draymond Green is? Mm-hmm. That's true. He's kind of always been the fiery guy to, yeah. to 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 step on the toes if needed to, and the heart and yeah. soul of the team. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, you know, Steph. He's I don't. He's not a verbal leader. He's a lead by example with his play. Yeah. And so, and if you're not having a great game or you're you know you're not going off, it's hard to be leading in that aspect. You know, I mean, where he seems kind of quiet. You know, kind of. Um, let, when he's off, yeah, letting Draymond kind of lead that, and so yeah, I mean that's that's a big issue right there. But what have I seen that right? Have they lost like how many games have they lost here recently? They're two and eight. Two and eight, yeah. Their last, they lost, their last and they've games. lost four in a row. Yeah, I need four in a row. And something, something. I mean, I know Draymond's not playing right now. Yeah, and I, I mean that's just, also a big piece. But at the same time, too, they, have, they enough have enough talent. talent. Yeah, that they so should what's be. The reason? I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, you look at those like last. Uh, People have a, teams have adjusted to the guy, the way you guys play. Yeah, and you have no plan B. It's kind of like. Uh, who? What were we referring to in the NFL? Was it the Chiefs in the beginning of the season? Yeah, it was yeah. like they didn't have a plan B. Right. Yeah. So uh, it's it, it's kind of like they the kept same thing with the Warriors. You look at their yeah. last. Yeah, they, yeah. they looked bad, yeah. but they they were they figured winning. it out. Yeah. Right. They look. You look at their last three games. They've given up one twenty four, one twenty two, and one twenty nine. Oh, I yeah. mean, Defensive they're clearly league. not playing any defense. Yeah. No. Um, and but they, in the beginning of the year, they were. I mean, it's well. It, I mean, again, it goes back to that they had Draymond. So Draymond can be that fire starter for that side of the defense, 
But at the same time, too, again, guys, and we all know, and that's another thing that goes with Curry. We all know Curry's not a defensive specialist. No. But, again, they have enough talent to where they should be able to overcome this. That being said, I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, and it's it almost in a way it's not fair we do this to him, but at the same time, too, the face of the Warriors is Steph. And in those four losses, he's been, he's had 30, 21, 34, and 27. But he's only shooting – I mean, he's – He's shooting he, from the field. He's 44, 41, 53, and 59. And he's shot 44, 80, 31, and 30 from three. I mean, let me let me ask you guys this. Do you think this win for the Lakers, is it a bigger win for the Lakers or a bigger loss for the Warriors? It's a bigger win for the Lakers. Just because, I'm going to give them that. I'm going to give them that too. Just because, yeah, just because, like I said, the Warriors have had this problem. Right. You know what I mean? That's Losing to the Lakers doesn't really mean anything for the Warriors. Right. They're two and eight their last ten games. Yeah, two and eight their last ten games. So they went into this what uh, two and two and seven. Yeah, they're two. They're, right, two and seven. Two and seven or so, two. They might have been two and eight. I don't know what the, the last win was against oh. the. Uh, was against the. Uh, oh, I got their schedule actually pulled up Wait, right here. Was the game because it was the last game. Their last yeah. win was against the uh, Trailblazers. Yeah, they so. lost the game before that. Do there. Want they're like two and like, oh, like two and twelve, and they're like wow. last. So 14. this isn't. So they've had an issue. They know the issue. Yeah. They're just not doing anything about it. Yeah. Um. And this game against LeBron, I mean, you just caught a LeBron who's been offensively dominant all year. To be honest with you, you just caught him when he's just super, super hot. And there's you can't stop LeBron when he's like that. Yeah. It's impossible. So it's definitely a bigger win for the Lakers, just because, like I said, it's giving you momentum. You need that energy. You need that spark. No better player to look, to, to to watch do it than LeBron. Um, and that's, you know, LeBron's a leader on his team. That's what he's supposed to do is put the yeah. team on his back. So, bigger win for the Lakers. And I agree with that. Uh, I think it's a bigger win for the Lakers just because it can give them momentum to at least stay in the playing game, to, you know, run some wins off and, you know, stay in that fight. But, man, I'll tell you what, guys, it's not going to get any easier for the Warriors after that game. They've got the Nuggets tonight. Clippers tomorrow. They've got the Nuggets again Thursday. They've got the Bucks on Saturday. They've got the the, the Wizards, which is uh, and then they got the Celtics next Wednesday. Wow, that's that's uh, a that's a run. That's a <laughs> rough yeah. run. All right. Well, with that being said, then I want to hear your power rankings now. Kind of see where uh, the Warriors might have fallen to. Yeah, I have, or out of. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna give my power rankings from one through uh, five. Mm-hmm. You start at one. Number one, I got the Suns. Okay. No explanation needed. I got the Grizzlies at number two. Okay. Uh, number three, I have the Heat, number one team in the East right now. Number four, I have the 76ers. Okay. Number, number two, two team, team in the East. It's like Preston, like, I don't know what it is, but you spoke my team failing or falling down the rankings. I do, because I just saw it. And I really don't like you right I now. saw it. <laughs> but uh, at number five, for the first time, since we started these power rankings, the Warriors are not on this list. Okay, I was about to say. The, it is the Milwaukee Bucks. Actually. Did you just say the Milwaukee Bucks? The Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> I have the Milwaukee Bucks at five. But I want to say this. The Western Conference top eight teams are low-key on fucking fire. Yeah, they are. The Jazz are eight and two last ten games. Mavericks are eight and two last ten games. Nuggets are eight and two last ten games. 
Uh, Timberwolves are seven and three, and the Clippers are seven and three. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, wow. that is impressive as shit. Wow. So, uh, but yeah, I got the I got the Bucks. I got my boy Giannis in the Bucks at at number representing for the East. Um, bubble team Celtics. Eight two say, last ten games. They might be the hottest Celtics. team. Celtics Seriously. been balling. Yeah. Bubble team definitely could see them jumping up uh, onto this power rankings eventually. But even though the Warriors are the number two team. In the Western Conference, sorry, yes, number two team in the Western Conference. I just couldn't see myself putting them on the power rankings. Good, I'm glad you did. Two and eight rank, uh, no, that's, two, that's two and eight fair. last ten games, especially with all and those teams like playing said, so well. Two, two, and, two and eleven, really. Two and two and eleven, two and twelve in the last so fourteen. I couldn't see myself putting them on there. I mean, I, they're still going to be a, in the playoffs. They're still a playoff team. Hopefully, they get something figured out so they can get that same energy that they played with in the beginning of the year back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right now to me, the Suns are like clear number one. Yeah, clear number one. Yeah, uh, Grizzlies is creeping in on that ass. Um, at East at conference, it's just like it's just like all over the place. I don't know. I mean, just not too long ago, the fucking Sixers were the number what seventeen, six, six seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like literally, like two weeks ago. <laughs> hey, look, so look, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to watch what's going on with the Eastern Conference. It's not going to surprise me if Philly takes that top spot. No, it, the way either. the way that the, they were absolutely out. correct when that duo of Harden and Embiid has been yeah electric it's fantastic. so far. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, I know, that, but don't be my too. My boy Giannis has been balling lately. Huh? Too, don't be too down on your Bulls because the uh, the Cavaliers have been on a little bit of a cold streak as well. No, I'm not. So, so they're not, they're not the only ones. They're I'm not the only ones. I'm, you know, honestly, to me, what the Bulls have done this year, it's it's exceeded my expectations I have for them. I expected them to be competing for a six or seven spot. Mm-hmm. And just to see them even hold a position at number one for a little while, it's just exceeded my expectations. So They've got a reasonable schedule left, too. So that, yeah. that's – The Bulls would be fine. Yeah, the Bulls are in. I'm, not, I'm in. not too worried about them. Uh, I don't see something unless, you know what? We're not even gonna speak into today. We're just gonna leave it alone. Yeah, I'm a Cubs fan, so I'm superstitious. Yeah, so yeah. I get I'm you. just gonna leave it alone. I'm not even gonna say anything. I will but. say this. Probably smart. Uh, looking at that East, uh, the Brooklyn Nets oh, are now in the That's nine what I was spot. Bring up. That, yeah, they have. I think they've it was something until maybe um, the other day. I, I thought they were like 14. Like in their last sixteen games, they've lost like fourteen or something like. They that. have not been it, good. It's something ridiculous. They're like three and that. seven in their last ten, and they've lost four in a row. Yeah. Oof. Well, I did There's... see. Uh, I did see some good news. I saw uh, Ben Simmons miss a couple layups. Does that <laughs> mean he's coming a couple, back? A couple short. A couple short. Uh, short range jump shots. Of course, now the. Uh, of course, now. Which, by the way, we can get to this in a second because talking about videos. Uh, did you guys have to see that Tristan Thompson video of him like shooting like five footers and just breaking every single one of them? Mm, that's, you that's, sure that wasn't Ben Simmons? It was the it, video. no, no, no. It was Tristan Thompson. Oh, I saw the, the Ben Simmons video and he was literally shooting five footers and breaking. No, there was the, this was Tristan Thompson oh. and literally he's doing like post moves and just like five footers, like clank, clank. Clank, clank. He was building a house. Gee. But uh, anyways, a house for uh, his side piece. Yeah. Well, which, which, <laughs> which it seems one, like he's got so which many. Which one of the yeah. twenty, right? Uh, sh- you know, Charlotte. Can I ask you a question? Like, sure. In this world today, like I know I'm not trying to get off topic. We'll get back here in a minute. In this world today, what makes him think that he could run around at like what six eleven, 
Yeah. Just smashing holes, taking them to restaurants. Like and and nobody's going to take a picture. And you're dating freaking Khloe Kardashian, bro. Yeah. Like, what the f- yeah, Like, talk about not knowing. Big time. Yeah. What um, are you doing? Yeah. No, for sure. That's. <laughs> but what a tough game for thing. Brooklyn over the weekend. You know, KD puts up a great game of what, 30, about 34. Yeah. And then Jason Tatum comes out and drops 54. Yeah, yeah bro. No, one up. Jason Tatum, I just don't know if Jason Tatum gets enough love. It's in just, this league, he's just—he has—he has games like that, and then he has games where he's like quiet, disappears. Yeah, yeah that, that's I, the problem. Is yeah. he's not a step on your throat type person. Well, he's not consistent. He's a baby face assassin. Yeah, hey, actually, I, what I wanted to say—it's a good. You said baby face. It reminds me. I don't think anyone had a tougher look than Big Baby had this weekend at the Celtic game. Did you guys see <laughs> oh, that? No. Oh, yeah, I saw gosh. it. You know what, Glenn Davis? It yes. was pretty bad. So, so they, they, sh- they go to him, sitting there courtside, at the exact time a guy's saying, hey, you're in my seat. You're in my seat. Damn. And he had to get up and he move. He had to get up and move God. while on camera. Bro, I, mean, I would have like, like – why? But big, I'm – my question is, why you didn't wear a ring, bro? You should have wore your ring yeah. and been like, this my seat. This yeah. my. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I, I want one of these here. You see that banner? My name's on it. Yeah. Like, why didn't you? You should t- yeah, he should have worn it and turned that guy back. Get you one of it these. Was a tough, <laughs> it was a tough look because the guy really didn't care. The guy, like, they, Glenn Davis gets up and the guy just sits down and doesn't even, like, look at uh, Glenn Davis or anything. I'm just kind of like, all right, yeah, I'm going to see. <laughs> it's like, oof. Tough Dang, look. Tough, tough look to be on national television like Dang. that. but. Yikes! Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? You oh, good. No, we're, pretty, we're pretty on key right now with the yeah. NBA. I mean, as I say, it's it's starting to get exciting. I mean, I, I'll say playoff I mean, time, baby. You can yeah, feel that. I can't wait. But, um, this past weekend, Coach K, Man. last game, and I could not be any happier than the way Jesus it all Christ. played out because you got people paying six grand a ticket to go see this, and what they get to see is Coach K lose by double digits in his last game. <laughs> it's I not mean, his last game. No, uh, no home, last, game. Uh, home, last game. home game. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the all the legends are there. All the Duke legends. Everybody there. Everything's about Coach K. They give him a bench. Uh, you know, and I, I I barely watched any of the game. Um, I watched a little bit of it. It, it was kind of playing while while I was uh, in Oklahoma City, and all of a sudden you just see. Uh, you know, Duke kind of had it going, and then all of a sudden, I mean, North Carolina just kept storming back, storming back, and I mean, eventually ran away with it. And yeah, no shit. I, I mean, geez, that's they a, gave them, They weren't ranked when they played this game, right? No, and and, Duke, and now they're ranked. Duke won as it by, should be. Duke won by twenty last time, so they were eleven point favorite going into this game, and to not protect your home court on Coach K's last game. I mean, Coach K, even after the game, said how this was unacceptable and all this stuff. Against the, I, I think he's going to come back next year. I mean, maybe. Does. I mean, who knows? Because like, <laughs> at this point, after losing that game, uh, what I wanted to ask you guys is, what uh, what do, what does Duke have to do? What does this basketball team have to do to kind of, like, fix this? Because this Give is a up. bad look. Uh, this, is a, this, this is a bad look. I mean, First of all, real quick. So at halftime, it was forty-one thirty-nine Duke. Yeah, I was gonna say I knew it. Then they, they turn around yeah. and get outscored by fifteen, fifty-five forty in the second half. Yeah, nope. Can't to a happen. team that you just beat two weeks about two weeks ago by twenty. Yeah, and you know that crowd is insane. All you got to do is get a few stops here and there, and like I mean, that crowd will literally carry you to the finish line. So no, that just can't happen. But no, how many games? Like, what are we talking? I mean. This, this Duke team got to go to the Final Four to even have a 
like a you gotta do something to kind you gotta of get help some momentum. You gotta get you gotta I mean, get some momentum what I'm back. Saying is like losing that game, it being North Carolina too on top of it. It's like I think the only way it's almost championship or bust at this point. Oh, they no, have bro, to. They, they think, have to be. I, honestly, the fact that they even lost that game, bro, I feel like that game is more important. And I'm just I'm just speaking for like just that game was more important to me than them getting to the final four. It's you don't big. think so? It's to big. be to be at home, Coach K last game, yeah, the arch rival, biggest rival, which as far as college basketball might be the biggest rivalry in college. If for sure is the biggest rivalry in college basketball, it unless is. you can give me another. No, no, but it is. It is, it's, it's right? Biggest, yeah, it's so, on. It's on par with OU Texas and Ohio State Michigan. Hundred yeah. percent. So it's like to lose that game. How are you not pissed off? Like who on your team is is the the gritty guy that's you know, in the locker room screaming at you guys. Like, I don't know what it is. If yeah. you're not motivated by that game and you go out there and you lose double digits, I would have respected it if they lost by one, right. two, exactly. maybe three, That's what I'm saying. Double the digits. Man. They got their ass kicked the second half. To go out there and lose 94 to 81 yeah. on co- in that in that <laughs> moment, That's a rough none look, of you motherfuckers should be – First round draft picks. Yeah. Well, the first, that first, concerned. the first, like, no matter that first, the first half shouldn't even been that close, right? I no, mean, with that electricity and that in that stadium, it should not have been that close. Y'all should be embarrassed. Yeah, that's that was embarrassed. a that you was a Coach bad look. last home game. So for like, this, damn. for at least this season, here's my thing with Coach K. His to me, I I mean, obviously you could say it takes the legacy takes a hit. I think Coach K's legacy is pretty well intact. I mean. But for this final season, His legacy takes a hit. I mean, that's some people have yeah. mentioned that. I, I, says no, that I've that. heard it. I've heard it. A lot of people. I, I mean, about it. take a hit. I think. I, I think it's kind of a. I think it's obviously it's a letdown. Yeah. If anything, it's a letdown. Yeah. I think was it Roy? Didn't Roy? I mean, Roy Williams. I think he did. He win this final game. I think so. At home against Duke last year. I think so. So you want? I mean, obviously, Coach K wants to go out with the win. Here's the thing: you turn around, you fix this by doing this. You turn around, you win the ACC ter- tournament coming up. You win that. Five. Then you turn around, you get to you get a top seed in the tournament. You get to and you, whatever bracket you're gonna probably get more of a regional bracket. You get to the final four, and then it just goes from there. If they can win the tournament, get to the final four. For me, this season isn't so much a loss as this game has kind of the stink of this last game has set off. You do those things, I. I think you'll be fine. He'll, yeah, I don't feel yeah. like he needs to. I, I agree with you. Like, I, obviously, I think people want to see Coach K win out. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, who? Depending on depending on your feelings I, for Coach K. Depending on your feelings say, for Coach K. I, I but mean, I don't feel a, like it impacts his legacy. I mean, my man got five. He's the reason Duke basketball is. Well no, he is. We Duke, just said he is that Duke basketball. So that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like, I'm not. His legacy shouldn't take a hit. And how any guy like what two or three gold medals. Yeah. Two or yeah. three gold medals, five NCAA championships, the most wins of all time in NCAA college basketball history. Men or women? Yeah. Yeah. Your legacy's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think he's I, I think it's fine. I mean your obviously it just this final your final season takes a hit. Yeah. Um and we're all living in the moment too. Sure. I mean, not everybody that, can drop thing too. Not everybody can drop sixty like Kobe. I mean <laughs> Or walk know. off like Jeter. Yeah. Right. Uh but you know, it, it it's just one of those things that happens. It sucks. For Duke fans, I mean, I'm not a Duke fan, uh, so I'm not, I don't mind Coach K. I've never been the biggest fan for him. Uh, I, I've never really cared for Duke, so yeah. 
But, you know, you, you appreciate the greatness that he's had for that sport. And, of course, I, you know, appreciate him, what he did for, you know, U.S. basketball when he came in. Because when he came in to U.S. basketball, he had to deal with a lot of egos. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that book, I think, that just recently came out when uh, it was, like, the first for you, uh, like year uh, with LeBron and Kobe on the same team. He had to deal with a lot of stuff on that. So, yeah. you know, and he handled it well. He got him gold. They got a gold medal. He made it work. So, I like to yeah. win the ACC tournament, go uh, get a number one seed and get to the final four, and I think you're good. Yeah, I just – I respect – I've never been a Duke fan. Um, I've never been a Duke fan. I never really rooted for Duke ever in my life, I don't think. Same. Uh, but I respect Coach K and what he's done for basketball. If you think about top five college or NBA or international, you think about top five college basketball moments – He's in one of them. I think he, he has a top five moment. Just being a part of the team with the Christian Leitner shot. With that Leitner shot, right? yeah. So, like, yeah, I, when you think basketball, you think oh, of absolutely. that moment and yeah. you think of everything that happened afterwards. Grant Hill throwing a pass. He hits the shot. Everybody celebrating. Uh, I just appreciate what he's done because he's one of the, the guys that's taking basketball itself to another level, um, in my opinion. Yeah. So. All I'm saying is – there's a lot of pressure on Duke now going forward. Sure. There's a lot to finish this season the right way. And uh, so, like any sport, but any sport, uh, uh, like solidified blue blood, they always have a lot of, they always oh, have yeah. a little bit no, more I mean, pressure than always, normal. But I mean, like you said, I mean, Coach K's last season. Yeah. With a, a team that, I mean, a top four team. I mean, this, this team is talented. Um, they this, just, they got to, they got to finish the job. And that's, that's to me. Let happen. me say this: that's a little bit more of a diamond on the team. I Coach K really didn't even have to say anything for that game. I mean, that team should have been able the feeding off the energy of that crowd. That crowd yeah. I mean, that crowd was electric to start the game. <laughs> I mean, like I said, this it should not even been a close in the first half. But I mean, it again. We say all this, and we're not giving. We should give credit to North Carolina. No, for they sure. went no, in there they, they and did. handled they business. They went in there and handled business. They they didn't fall to the pressure. Yeah. Um, like you guys said, this team is extremely talented, and it just pisses me off they didn't get the job done. And let me ask you a question, Preston. Do you feel like what's more valuable to you? you as talented as these guys are, these day, like these kids are mm-hmm. playing basketball, they can do anything starting at the age of 12, I feel like. Do you think it's more viable to have just pure talent, or do you think it's more viable to have – Talent and heart. Like, work like would you take a guy who's averaging 35, 10, and 12? I mean, obviously, 35, 10, and 12. Or would you take who plays hard sometimes? Right. Or would you take a guy who's averaging 25, 8, 9, who plays hard all the time? Well, I mean, you would think that you'd want the guy who plays hard all the time. I mean, yes, it, it's it's nice to – you see so many kids that are just so freaking talented – and you and you watch them like fizzle out. You you hear about them in high school and stuff like that. Then they maybe go to a big school and then nothing ever happens. You know, I mean, they don't have we, we see that a lot in football. I mean, you got a lot of big time recruits, five star kids go to programs and then never do anything. And it's just like that's the problem. So yeah, I, I'm thinking I'm taking the heart kid because if he's willing to give it his all, keep working hard. I mean, that's you're going to get the most out of him. You know, at where. A kid who's going to give it half, you know, half effort because he's just so gifted. I mean, that's what I'm saying. you know, I mean, uh, Marcus Dupree. They talk about him all the time. Uh, if he had worked hard, 
how better he could have even been. You know, I mean, he was just maybe the greatest high school football player of all time, and you know, had a good good career at OU, but. I mean, didn't practice. Yeah. I mean, just like didn't care about that. He was like, I'm just going to show up and do my thing. Well, eventually that kind of thing catches up to you. I mean, especially – you don't um, – one of the best things I ever heard Adrian Peterson say was like he didn't know how hard it was to like work until he got injured, until he had his injury. Then he was like, then you find out like a lot about yourself because he had never really been injured quite like that. I mean, he had a broken collarbone his last season at OU, and you'd think the season's done, and there he is playing in the bowl game. I mean, it's just like... Yeah, let's not talk about the bowl game. It's, yeah, it's not good. But, um... Nah, no. <laughs> Left a bad taste in my mouth. I know. But anyway, that's my point, though, is, yeah, I, I would I would take the kid who's going to work hard for me because yeah. at the end of the day, you're always going to get the most out of him. You always want... You always... It's... it's that's saying it's been coming up here more prevalent in uh, college football, but you do want the five heart, five star heart guys, but you also have that mix of five star talent players. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, you want the guy who will go out there and bust his ass to uh, to win the game for you, but I mean, you've got to have that. Right. You've got to have that guy that that evens out that balance. Real quick, let's go over the games real quick. We had, we had talked about it going into the weekend. i just give some of the quick results here. Um, obviously, that Arkansas-Tennessee game was awesome. Fantastic. Um, you know, Tennessee gets it done. Uh, we, we were touching base on that. Tennessee, I mean, jeez, they're hot. They're playing They're, they're playing themselves they're, into like a 2-3 seed they're playing into some bracket. I can see a 3 seed for sure. I will, uh, but, I will not – I'm not going to lie to you. I would not be surprised if Tennessee wins the SEC tournament. Yeah, I mean – I wouldn't be surprised either. Kentucky, I mean, they're starting to kind of shit, you know, mold into kind of what we think they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tennessee, man, they're they're playing well. So yeah, um, you know, we see. Uh, well, speaking of Kentucky, Kentucky takes care of business against Florida. Uh, just was kind of interesting to see how Kentucky responded after that loss mm-hmm. to Arkansas. Um, of course, they went out there and took care of business. That's that's good to see. Same as Auburn did. Yep, Auburn as well. Um, you know, one surprise, and you know what? I, I will tip my hat in this aspect. It just always seems like OSU, no matter what, will find a way to just, like, beat these teams. Yeah. Uh, you know, Texas Tech sitting at number 12 in the country, and OSU goes in there and gets a, a really good win here. Um, after what would probably be considered a little bit of a disappointing season. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, you know, sitting at 500 right now, that team I think is way too good to – be a 500 basketball team. They are, but I mean, also, do you guys remember what motivation do they have for this season? Right. Being that they have that postseason ban, which, yeah. by the way, is still bullshit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. But, no, that was a great win against Tech. Um, Kansas takes care of business in overtime against Texas. Uh, you know, I, I kind of liked Texas in this game. I think we both kind of talked about, you mm-hmm. know, Kansas on the slide, but this is a good win to kind of get them refocused. Bounce back. Uh, moving in the right direction. So that was nice to see Arizona kind of looking like maybe the best team in the country. You know, I mean, it's they like, yeah, they really are. You know, just pounds Carol, uh, California. I think the last two ever since that loss to Colorado, they've won like their last two by twenty. Yep. So yep. Arizona's yep. clearly yep. like <laughs> pissed. Yeah. Um, you know, Murray State ends up winning, um, getting in first team in right. Yeah, into the NCAA tournament. Yep, they won the championship. You Murray know. State is officially in over Moorhead State. 
Uh, and then I don't. We, I guess the UCLA game. We talked about that a little yeah, bit. The LA knocking game. Off, yep, knocking off USC. I think there was like twelve fans there. Yeah, get ready for. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll see. I think we'll see a uh, mirror image of that during the uh, so football brown. football season. Too, yeah. USC so. is yeah. about to get all I hate for the next twenty years. Let me say something. Their 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 Twitter page. When they lose that first football game, oh man, they're gonna want they're gonna want to shut it down. Yeah, and everybody <laughs> knows it's coming. Oh yeah, for everybody sure. knows it's coming. But, but no, uh, yeah, they're gonna cut, turn off the comments. They they have to. <laughs> they're gonna have to. After that, after all the a great Saturday of basketball, and, you know Sunday didn't disappoint either. That was no hell no. So amazing was you know Memphis knocks off Houston. You know we had just talked about uh, Houston. Houston. You know making some moves and everything. Playing well, and then all of a sudden lose by fourteen. I mean that's that's a little rough uh, knock there. Penny's got that team. The thing about it is that it's a nineteen and nine team. I'm not saying that they're. I mean this could be a this could be a sweet sixteen team for Memphis. They've got they're they're one of these teams that really recruited well. Um, Penny obviously oh, yeah. he, he is well with goes well with his players. So would it surprise me if they might make a move to the Sweet Sixteen? No, nope. they no, would not. I can see that too. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State. Um, you know, once again, Michigan. Michigan just owns this oh, rivalry this year. Just taking care of business, just getting it done. Because at Ohio State to finish the season, that's that's strong. Doesn't uh, Memphis have Armani Bates? Yeah, they do. He didn't play. This week. I did, don't think he played. I think he's having a little bit of struggle. I mean, this season. I think the pace. I think the step up and play going from high school to. College is really. He's about to probably try to go to the NBA. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's going to happen. But I mean, it just seems like it has it. It's weird. Like throughout the season, you like watch, and that's what Memphis during the beginning of the season, they were kind of a team for a lot of the media to watch because they've gotten all these like highly rated players and like Armani Bates and like you know he'd have one game where he might drop like twenty five and he turns around and he drops like five. Yeah. I mean it's just like the pace of play is just like it seems like it's sometimes talent. Yeah. Over hard. Yeah. 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 So but uh again, Memphis is a talented team, so again, if they make a run to the Sweet Sixteen it would not surprise me. Yeah. Well it was kinda of disappointing to see Wisconsin not get the job done. They're one way one win away from being uh, outright Big Ten champions. Mm-hmm. End up losing by one to Nebraska. While Illinois, a bad Nebraska team. Yeah. Illinois, baby, while talk Il- about it. Illinois finishes the season oh. strong and will now at the number one seed going into the Big Ten. The Fighting Illini. So uh, take That's it. That's the only team I root for in college <laughs> is the Fighting Illini. I remember, like, I don't know if you guys remember 2003. The Darren Williams. Darren Williams. Darren Williams. Brown. Yeah. Uh, Luther Head. It was a great. It was a great team. Yeah, it was. they just went up a uh, against a greater UNC yeah. team. I know it broke my heart when I saw Michael Jordan come in with the North Carolina clothes on. I figured Sean he was May like half and half, maybe you know. Yeah, that Sean May team was a that was a nasty team. But anyway, very exciting week because now you know you get um, conference uh, games starting to go here. Uh, yeah, it? Hang on, I was trying to get this pulled up real quick. I think the Big, Twi- Big Twelve title are uh, starts on uh, to start Wednesday or Thursday. I think it's Thursday. I'm Thursday. Let's OU see. play. OU plays on Thursday, so I think yeah, it's, so. it's Thursday. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, we'll talk about more on that episode because that will be going. Well, the tournament will have started by then because oh, uh, we're we're at, we're at six o'clock 
uh, against Baylor, which, boy, what a just a bad spot to be. I'd rather be in that play-in game <laughs> than, no than have to play Baylor round one. But I mean, they play – no, they actually – I don't know if they have played Baylor close at all this season. No, we haven't. Like, let's be honest. It's I mean, literally, for OU to, for some miracle reason, to get into the tournament, they have to win Thursday. Right. And then they, they'll probably have to turn around and win another game. Two games would I think would do it for sure. One game, especially against Baylor – because uh, what I think they have like five top fifteen wins, something like they that. They have so something weird. Like th- you talk about, like wins. Oklahoma State beating yeah. Tech. I mean, OU like three weeks ago beat Tech at home yep. when they were a top ten team. Yep. Initially, them beat them. They beat the shit out of them. Yeah. So I mean, there's man. It's gonna be tough for them to to make a move now. I mean, they they just need one of those you know close wins, man. I mean, uh, Tech the first game. Yeah. You know, barely lost, lost what by one or two or whatever to Kansas. You know, it's like at Kansas. You know, the, I just something you got to pull one of those out. Real quick, uh, I'm just going to do a quick rundown of the Power Five. Just give me who you think is going to win it. Uh, we'll start out West, Pac-12. Hang on one second, real quick. Let me get everything up here. Okay. Sure. Um, Okay, Pac-12. Oh, I shouldn't have been asked that. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Antoine, Pac-12, who do you think is winning it? Can I just say Arizona? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> Arizona. That's a safe bet. So, uh, so let's go to uh, uh, the Big 12, which is interesting. It is. Um, I actually think Baylor's going to put in that one. I do, too. That's where I'm going as well. I think Kansas is – kind of falling in that spot to where there's a lot of uncertainty mm-hmm. uh baylor just kind of been more consistent yeah and all that i, I like baylor in there and I, I don't know if they'll be getting i don't know if that their main guy has been out he's gonna be out for the tournament i haven't checked to see if he is if he's back and they're fully healthy i like baylor in that in this tournament antoine kansas baby there we go i'm okay. going kansas uh let's go to sec i like tennessee Okay, I'm I'm going Kentucky. Okay, I'm gonna go Kentucky. I like I said, Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee's on a hell of a run. They're doing a lot of good things. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Arkansas. I mean, this is gonna be Arkansas. That's, gonna, that's this, gonna that's gonna be a good tournament. This is gonna be a fun tournament for um, the uh, for the SEC. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go Kentucky. I just I think they're bound to uh, maybe make a big run this year. So I'm going them. The, they got the best coach in the in the in the league too. Yeah. So Antoine. Um. I'm going to ride on the Tennessee train with my boy Philly. All right. Let's do that. Rock, <laughs> Rocky top, baby. Rock top. Uh, Big Ten. Illinois. Oh, he's staying with the home state team. I'm sticking with my home team. I'm not rooting against them. Oh, man. Number 16 right now. Uh, I'm going to go Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin. I think, I think it's a bad loss to Nebraska. The, the disrespect. I think the, it was a bad loss, obviously, to Nebraska, but I think uh, Wisconsin will find a way and probably a hell of a Big Ten tournament championship against Illinois. Yeah. No, I, I'm going Wisconsin as well, unfortunately. Uh, that's kind of where I see the best team is. I'm telling you right now, though, it's March. Things start happening. I'm just putting it out there. A little, little feeler. Watch out for Michigan State to make some some oh, yeah. noise. That wouldn't surprise me. It at just all. it's just that time of year, man. This is what they do. So, um, but yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and then the uh, ACC. I'm gonna go Duke. I think Duke's. I think that team will be pissed. I think they're gonna. Uh, I think they're gonna fight. This is obviously Coach K's final run in the ACC tournament. I think 
they'll find a way to pull the, uh, pull it out and get the dub for them in the tournament. I hope Duke. I'm going to go Duke. I think, like you said, they should have a fire under their ass. Um, if they – yeah. They should have a fire under their ass. They have every reason to push to win or try to win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go Duke. Every reason, Duke. Don't fuck up. I don't know if it's possible, but that would be a great way to avenge the loss is if somehow Duke could meet North Carolina in the ACC championship. That'd be great. And beat them there. That would be That'd a be sweet. great way where you kind of forget that Coach K last loss. That I, that would be that'd be um, really awesome. I you know what I'm gonna go Duke as well. Um, part of me almost likes where North Carolina's heading with stuff, and uh, one five in a row going into the tournament. Exactly, would not be surprised if they made some noise. But I, I think everyone there's a lot of talent on that Duke team. There's a lot of talent. I think that Coach K gets in that ass and gets them fired up, and uh, here we are. Not like Sandusky. I'm not getting that weird. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that, Preston. Well, but... he, he giggled like a little schoolgirl over here. He's, <laughs> he's like Sandusky. Do you know where ass. we work and the people that yeah, we work around? That's a good point. Not to be... Should be should be a great uh, week of yeah. uh, cha- uh, tournament uh, championships. No, for sure. And I, I do want to say shout out to you. Oh yeah, that freaking last second shot was badass. What a way! I was I saw it and I was just like, "This is March." <laughs> <laughs> Like, Let's go, he turned the hat backwards and everything. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> I, know, I was fired up. <clears throat> I'm wondering if we should try to like, what's the the first week of, the first uh, week of games? It will be on a Thursday for the tournament. I wonder if we should take off that Thursday. And, it's so funny you say that. I was just thinking that. I was like, that would be so cool if we could get together and watch the games and like start the podcast. Like, I wonder if it would be like that. You know, it'd be like another like, you know. So it's a short bus episode. <laughs> hey, hold on. I'm, I'm down for this. Wait, should we take off Thursday or should we take off Friday? Friday. Well, the f- that's a okay. That's a good question. I can't remember how they're doing it this year. Do you remember? Because normally the, the playing games, year. the playing games are usually Tuesday and th- uh, Wednesday, right? With Thursday and Friday being the uh, main tournament. But last year they did something different. What was like? La- they got rid of Thursday last year. It was just Friday. But I think they're not doing that again. I think they went back to the Thursday, which you know what? Last year was actually kind of low key nice. Yeah, because you had all the games on like Friday, Saturdays instead of Thursday, fr- Friday. Which, depending what your work looks like, I mean, it didn't affect me a lot because I was just out of I mean, the office that day. But really, Saturday, real quick, if they do Friday, Saturday, here we go. So it is. So selection Sunday will be this. Uh, will be this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first four will be next. Will be next. Uh, uh, was it? Um, it'll be next Tuesday and Wednesday. The first round games will be the seventeenth. First and second rounds will be the uh, March seventeenth and the nineteenth, uh, which is uh, just that weekend. So next weekend, holy shit! Next Thursday, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Do we do it? Do we take it off and watch some games and get trashed and then? Oh wait, it's next. Oh, it's like St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I have something going on that day. I don't know what it is. It's called St. Patrick's Day, bro. Like, a, did I take off already? For that? 
Pro Day is just no way. Is that right? It's next. Thursday? Next, it literally. This is the twenty. This is for two thousand two. Next. Two? 22. Yeah, sorry, okay. sorry, that means 2002. 2002? I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, he's good at basketball again. Yay. <laughs> Not just good, but great. Yeah. But uh, no, first, first, second round, March 17th and 19th. So that'll be, <laughs> yeah. So that'll be, yeah. Next Thursday. How has no one talked about this? Friday I and Saturday. Wow. And obviously, I think they'll be getting some second round games on Sunday, I'm sure. But, uh, and then, yeah, then the following week will be Sweet 16 and Elite yeah. Eight games. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> Dude, that that's I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped. That's amazing. I don't um, think I don't take many days off for work, but uh this would definitely be one to I would consider. No, for sure. I we mean, we have to do that, P. I just don't know if me and you being gone right after the day on St. Patty's Day is not going to look. It doesn't matter. Hey, as long as we got the time, huh? Yeah. Gang, gang, fuck it. I might have to see if I can take Thursday off, pull a half day on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I'll, so it's a very interesting now. to look off. Yeah, look for at. sure. Um, I'm trying to think if I had anything else for college basketball. I don't oh, think so. I'm just getting this. Like I said, this it's time of great. year, it's just getting so exciting. I'm I'm pumped. Um, let's go through a couple things real quick for the NFL. Um, big news today, Calvin Ridley suspended for all of next season, <laughs> which, you know, everyone – I felt like he had a lot of people on his side for, you know, like, oh, mental health issues, you know, he's trying to get right, all this stuff. Then it's like, well, while he was at home figuring his life out, he was also gambling on games, which is a big no-no, and now suspended. Not um, just on games, well, but games <laughs> for his team. Yeah. Look <laughs> – he said he spent fifteen hundred dollars, right? A dollar, a dollar amount I, doesn't matter. In this I aspect. know, I know, but it's just like, should he be punished? Yes. Is it that big of a deal? Uh, to me, <laughs> th- there's zero. Especially room when you're not playing. I that I get that, that aspect. That that's what I mean. But, it's like he's not hey. playing. He's not. He's not controlling the outcome of the game. He's not, you know what I'm saying? He's not betting on that. He's just literally doing a little friendly bet. And I feel like, should he be in trouble? Yes, because you know you're not supposed to do that. But at the same time, should it be the whole year? No. Three games? Yes. The whole year? That's extreme. Before I get my take, Sam, I want to hear what you had to say about that. Well, I mean, my just thing is that, you know, rules are rules, man. I mean, you just – you. You can't do it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that people, you know, how Goodell has punished people for different things in the past. It's, you know, it's sketchy. But at the same time, too, the thing about it is it's, that's the – you cannot – you can't do it. I mean, you can't bet on games and you can't bet on team your team game, your team's playing in. Yeah. I mean, you just can't do it. I mean – lost $10 million because you want it to be – Fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollar yeah. fun that, bet. That's a bro. bad bet, guys. That's that a that's, crazy that is a, that's a rough uh, that's a rough bet. And hey. it's just like to me, it's just I've seen players come back from worse shit, and you know have a five game suspension. I mean, Miles Garrett hit somebody in the face with a helmet. Was that four? Four game suspension, yeah. and I'm not saying like Tom got suspended four. Yeah, Tom got suspended four. I, I just feel like it. Greg Hardy was able to come back after beating his girlfriend or something like that, right? Yeah. It was just like, to me, 
it's just extremely extreme. It's just really extreme to see him get suspended the whole year. I just feel like if you're going to do it, at least. No. Yeah. Do you I, guys I, not agree with I, me? I, no. I, let me I, I get that. No, I get that. I, I hear where you're coming from on it. Let me tell you why I'm 100% okay with a full year. And that's because there's zero room for this because the moment, yeah, okay, three games, you know, you give him three games here, then all of a sudden, you know, someone else is like, eh, that's not too bad. You know, maybe make a risk on doing something. You strike now, you strike, you know, big. So he's the example. Yeah, he has to be the, he he, has to be the guinea he, pig. Because you can't let this happen because all of a sudden you start getting into this stuff where, you know, games are getting decided because guys are, you know, betting on themselves or, or you know, whatever it might be. Dude, you can lose your sport so quick. I mean, baseball almost died with the uh, White Sox scandal. I mean, that was a, a – The Black Sox? A, yeah. I mean, that was a terrible, terrible uh, thing that – Literally killed baseball for a little bit. Obviously, the uh, Donahue, what's his name? Uh, oh, Tim Donahue, yeah, yeah. the refereeing, betting on you know, betting on games, doing but all that see, stuff. They were able, but see, that's compl- that's so different because they were able to control the outcome of what. I know, but what this happened. could be the start of something. Yeah, he wasn't doing it; he wasn't playing. But what about if all of a sudden, like? You know, someone else gets you know, starts getting in. If you strike now, where guys like I don't want to mess with it. I have no interest in trying to go down that avenue. All Here's that. my thing: you keep it, you keep the game clean. Yeah, and I get and I agree with that. Especially but I, nowadays with betting getting so. Big. What do you think is going to start coming out now? Is that people are going to start looking back at yeah. Calvin Ridley games, and they're going to start looking at uh, his games and start being like, you know, if he can bet on the team, then how come he can maybe work in – do a way of like betting on them and when he played, and you know, is it is he really going one hundred percent? Is he like not giving himself up for certain things? But see, my thing is, it's not, it's not a problem, and I know the NFL knows how much money he spent, obviously, but it, it's not like like I said, the fact that he's not playing and the fact that he bet it bet on the Falcons, you know what I mean? He bet on the Falcons. He didn't bet against the other team. Or he didn't bet on the other team, like, oh, I'm not playing, mm-hmm. so I'm going to bet on this team to beat my team. You know, it's not like it's, it's something I like that. It's just it matters, like, man. It, it does matter. It does matter. But if that's the case, then fuck it. If I'm only going to get four games for smacking somebody in the face with a helmet, then I'm going to smack somebody in the face with a helmet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything everything is, is just like that. Like, everything, you should have a guinea pig for everybody, right? But Yeah. Man, Ray Rice I, just feel like, I just feel like the entire year is it's really extreme. That's just me. Even if you did like five games, six games, like that's cool. Like don't do it again, bro. This is unacceptable. If you do it again, you will never be able to come back to the league. Set that tone. I just don't agree with the whole year. That's my thing. I agree with him being punished, but just not the whole year. He uh, and I mean it was just like a few hours before that. I already saw that the they're talking about the Browns and Patriots were interested in uh. Wanting to get in trade talks for him, oh. and so now it's that well. Sucks, bro. I mean, he just messed his like money that, all the yeah. way up. Everything he lost ten million plus. He lost whatever he could have gotten. New contract. New contract, yeah, bro. Everything. You got to come out and you got to catch two thousand yards or something. <laughs> yeah, he's easily. He's gonna be. I mean, he'll say this. He'll be healthy. Yeah, he'll definitely be healthy. But I mean, losing key years of your career. Mental, I mean, all mental, of a sudden, yeah, you know, you lost pretty much all last year. You lose a new, you know, whole full season. It's not I looking mean, good, that's bro. That's a bad yeah. – Don't be Josh I mean, Gordon. It is a bad look. Yeah. Don't be Josh Gordon. Um, okay, first of all, combine this weekend. Uh, a lot took place. There was a lot – I mean, this is a cool way to let some of these freaks show out. 
mm-hmm. and there was definitely a lot of that because the, core. Uh, the my, fastest receiver core in history of combines. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, I mean, old Baylor boy, like Tyquan Thompson, didn't even know really much about him. I knew he was a, he was a stud receiver. I did know that. I, well, it's just like I, I knew him from like I mean he had a pretty good year, not but wasn't great. Well, I mean, I mean that like, and that goes into that offense that Baylor had. I mean they were a run first offense, and Jerry Bohannon is a classic like well, managing quarterback. Yeah, I think that's a big reason why he was kind of kept. You know, you didn't get to see a big year or something like that. But my God, four point two one or whatever. I mean, it's that's insane. Insane. Wait, they didn't run a four two one. He ran. I think his official it was, was a, a four two four. No, it ended up being like a four two eight or something. I thought it would end up being like a four two four. So one of the things I was going to bring up after that was, so I guess they were trying new clock guys this year. They, <laughs> and so now they're like times are all over the place because they, it's a new guy doing it, and they said he was slow, he was fast, you know, on, hitting a button. So it's. <laughs> well, it's like Nick Benito. I, I saw his second run was like a four six. Yeah, end up being a four five four. Wait, right. I thought they had like a new clock guy. I thought they had like a, a sensor. Well, they did. Uh, they did that no, a few years yeah. ago. No, they have a, a stop. Uh, like a handheld like stop. Yeah, stopwatch. They showed they a chick. Have a sensor? They showed they got, a chick in the, the stance like, who was doing it. Yeah, well, the guy, the main guy who's done, it, he's like seventy something years old. He's like, yeah, he's man. been doing it forever apparently. And they, like, so they don't have a. Uh, I'm sure. Sensor. I'm sure they do use maybe a sensor as well, but yeah. like official time, I believe, comes from the, the stopwatch. So, um, but I think one of the guys who won maybe the biggest. If he wasn't already, you know, a first-round pick, which, I mean, he was, but, like, now you're starting to consider other things. Freaking Jordan Davis running a 4.8. Oh, 364 pounds. 341 pounds. Is it 341? Yeah, That's crazy. 6, 5, 6, 5, that is crazy. 341. He's bucking, bro. I mean, insane. That it's is insane. insane. That's I mean, nuts. and I, re- I knew that that dude was fast. There's that one play they show on his highlight reel all the time. Where he runs down that guy in the flat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just like that. You see him just like pick up the speed to be able to run the quarterback down, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Well, like, it just shows that. Just I mean, for him because he, he's the front line guy, but it just shows that the talent on that Georgia defense was. Oh, I mean, we don't even get. To, I mean, we're, we probably won't, but just we haven't gotten into like Nicobe Dean's probably yeah. combine stuff. If he did the comp, I'm not sure if Nicobe didn't Dean did the combine anyway. I think he might have waited for yeah. his pro day. Yeah, Either way, that that defense was incredible. Yeah, just but, a, free, a bunch of freak athletes, and Jordan Davis is probably the premier one. Yeah, but you just had a lot of guys out there uh, showing out. It's just always kind of cool to see, including our boy. Hashtag got rip uh, got uh, robbed of the Heisman. You know who I'm talking about, Matareza. Damn straight. <laughs> His mom a, follows the podcast. Dropped in, yeah, shout out mom. <laughs> mom. Yeah, just sitting there, just saw a video dropping an 80 yard punt. Just, I mean, this guy, I mean, come on, someone's got to use, like, like what, a, he used to kick bricks when he was a I kid? I know, he's doing, I, I would God. really like to know his background story. We need to have him on the pod. That'd be great. Mom, can you get him, please? You know what happened to him? I think he slipped on something and tore, like, his uh his quad, kind of, and then, you know, we they reached this shit kind of like rookie of the year. Yeah, that's how he rookie of the year. Yeah, no, Unbelievable. I uh, can't wait to see where he falls. Uh, the OU know. guys showed out. Yeah. Uh, was it uh, Benito, Benito Winfrey, Winfrey, and uh, Thomas? Yeah. And Asamoah did uh, did well, did good as well. 
But uh, no, those are the three. The line guys did really well, and of course, watching that them that numbers, I just just blows my mind how they weren't on the field as much as, as they should have been. Wasn't there another defensive lineman or linebacker that ran a four three seven? Oh, probably. Yeah, that was. Yeah, another, I was say, I, I, I meant to get, I meant to get more stuff. I just, like I know three seven, bro. It was crazy. I know there was, like I said, a lot of talk about numbers being kind of skewed all over the place because of this whole time issue. Kennedy uh, ran a four five six. Yeah, so yeah. that he made some money off that. Yep, that was very impressive for the big power back he's you know kind of become. And former uh, former OU tight end uh, Calcaterra yeah. put up like twenty six on bench and then ran a four six one forty. I think it's a second in tight ends and and then uh, yeah, great speed. So he's gonna make some money. Yeah, should. Yeah. Um, the only other thing, uh, well, a couple things with quarterbacks we've talked about here. Um, well, first of all, I real quick before I move to that, what do you guys think about Malik or Malik? Yeah, that's right, Willis. Willis, yeah. I think he's going to be a – I don't – he's probably going to be a mid-first-round pick. I mean, people are starting to say he might be the number one quarterback taken. He, I mean, he looked pretty good at the combine. I mean, he's got a cannon. That bomb that he I mean, – He's got a cannon. Who are we talking about? Malik Willis. Oh, yeah. He Liberty. Bomb, yeah. bro. Yeah, he's got a cannon. He's he super crazy. Like 65 arm. yards, I think. Yeah, crazy um, arm strength. And here's the thing that – I'll say this. I'm not saying he's going to be him. But this season, obviously Liberty, he had a great coach, uh, offensive mind coach, Hugh Freeze at Liberty. Um, when he played against step up in, in uh, competition, he didn't Chicago. play as well. Yeah. This also reminds me of when Josh Allen did the same thing at Wyoming. Now, granted, Josh Allen didn't have Hugh Freeze as his uh, coach, so and he had only he had maybe near the talent that Liberty had at Wyoming. But I, there are some similarities there. Their arm talent is off the charts. Um, both are very mobile guys. So it would not surprise me if falling into the right situation, Willis goes into the league and really thrives. Um, it just has to be the situation he falls into. Yeah. No, I think I think you're, you're right on with that. I think it's all about the scheme that you put around him mm-hmm. to where he could be successful because he, he shows that he can make the throws. I mean – that's a big got a big arm, all that, but he goes to the wrong team. I mean, he could be uh, he could be exposed big time. So I know the Steelers are really high on him. I could see that. I mean, That's, the state not, now. I think the Steelers might have to trade up to get him. Yeah, um, which it wouldn't surprise me if they decide to make that move. But I've seen that they're really high on him. That I, that wouldn't be a bad. I mean, you know, you kind of like I don't know what you do there because you're going to go with a rookie quarterback. Um, they're gonna have to go. They're gonna have. They're have to get a bridge quarterback. Yeah, so just so Willis saying. can learn. Yeah, because like if you try to go with a rookie quarterback, you're kind of wasting that defense. Yeah. Even though well, that I defense mean, we, has got to get fixed. Well, there's there's holes. I mean, there's they got to do stuff. I mean, obviously, the rush defense fell apart there. You know, halfway through the season. Or well, whatever. hiring Brian Flores is going to be a big fix for oh, that. Oh yeah, for sure. Which I I just can't believe he fell to an assistant coach. I can't either. But I That's, mean. You know, that's time for another pod. Yeah, exactly. But um, but uh, I think uh, I think Steelers would be a great fit for him. Yeah, I think if they could get a bridge quarterback to kind of fall in there, um, I know they've been high on some of the others like Jameis and guys like that. I don't see Jameis as a bridge quarterback. No. I think I think Jameis still has enough to be a starting quarterback in the league. But uh, if they go out and get a guy like just say Teddy Bridgewater. 
just for a year and let Malik learn from Teddy and then kind of pick up on things, I think that would be a good situation for the Steelers. So, well, Last time the Steelers had a rookie quarterback, uh, what'd they go? Um, they won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. Regular season? Uh, oh. Is that 15-2? and two? Something like that, yeah. 15-2 and two win Super Bowl? Had Did the, they win the Super Bowl? Was he a rookie when they won the Super Bowl? Yeah, they beat the Seahawks. Yeah. And one of the worst Super Bowls ever. Wait, was that his rookie year, though? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was his second year. No, it was his I, rookie I, see, year. I was, I was playing in my head. I was like, is that second? No, that's his first year. Really? Because he, so the rookie talked Jerome Bettis to coming back? I guess so. Because it, I it was remember his Jerome rookie. Bettis was going to retire, and then he talked to Roethlisberger, and Roethlisberger was like, look, we'll get you to the Super Bowl. Maybe he did. Maybe I mean, oh, Roethl- he's got that kind of influence. I so. that was his rookie year. But that was his rookie year. I was shocked by that, too. But uh, just sticking with QBs, uh, looking at uh, you know, the Aaron Rodgers saga, it looks like Denver is going all in on uh, Rodgers. I, I mean, I have, I'm at the point now. I think he's either going to Denver, or he's staying at Green Bay. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anywhere else. Um, I, I really starting to think he's staying in Green Bay at this point, actually. So it'd be interesting. Like we talked about, man, it's hilarious. He goes to Denver. What a tough road. That that conference is nuts. Why? Why would you do that? At, you know, when he's got, you know, a handful of years left. You know, you're thinking he might play three years, maybe. He's got Devonte. He's got Devonte Adams. It was his second got, year, by the way. Huh? It was his second year. Was it? Yes. I I. I'm looking at it right now. So what was his rookie season? I think they went 13 and 0 or something. His rookie year. Hang on. Was it a shortened season? No. And he started game one. Oh, he started 13 games. He started 13 games. Okay. 13 and 0. Okay. Um, but then the next year, because I remember they lost in the playoffs. Yeah. And Jerome Bettis wanted to retire. It's the he fumble. Was like, Look, come okay. back. We'll no. get you to the Super Bowl. I lied. And then they went to the Super Bowl and won. In 2005 against the Seahawks. The fumble was Matt Hasselbeck the fumble was second and year. Sean Alexander yeah. and them. Then they won again in 2008 against so what the they So what they do? Okay. Hey, we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> We're going to visit all yeah. that right now. Crazy. But, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, Rogers. I, I just think you, you you take what you know. You stay there. and uh, Well, to be fair, and, if, he goes to, to if he goes to Denver, he's going to also be knowing – what he knows in that offense because Nathaniel Hackett is his OC and is going to be the, know, off, is the head coach. I know, but take the harder road like that? I just don't think that's it's worth it. I mean, that is – I mean, that conf, that would be the – that is – if Aaron Rodgers goes there, that would be the toughest conference in football. Yeah. Just <laughs> just from a quarterback standpoint. Yeah, for 100%. So, so I mean, I get, and I get I that know. point. I think he's staying. I think you try to maybe, you know, um, build that team up a little bit kind of an all-in type situation. I agree. Uh, like the Rams did, and you go try to go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I I tend to lean that he's going to go back to the Packers. And it's funny because, I mean, we've talked about it on the pod, just did not see that happening, thought this was it. But, I mean, all signs point to that's not going to be the case and that he's going to stay. So And they're trying to free up as much cap space. Now, one, to probably try to resign Devontae. Yeah. Oh, and I'm then sure. uh, to he, figure out a way well, with Aaron. Obviously, Aaron will have this conversation with Devonte. Like, I'm not coming back if you're leaving. Yeah, I mean, they no, will. They, they will have that stuff figured out. So. And I think Devonte will make it very it. clear that he will not come back. Right. If, if Aaron um, leaves, hundred yeah, percent. But it's, it's wait, a package deal. Even if they sign, didn't he sign the franchise? They put him under the franchise. 
They have not. They haven't? Mm-mm. Yet. I mean, the Green Bay has not. But again, I mean, Devontae, if Aaron Rodgers leaves and they, they do that, if I'm Devontae, fuck it, I'm sitting out. I'm I, I'm not staying in Green Bay. I'm not playing with I'm not playing with Jordan Love. No, not Love. Oh, I can't we hired the quarterback coach from that. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I'm like, whatever, dude. It's just my Bears disappoint me. Anyway, I just miss football. And then another team that's in a bit of a QB quandary. It seems like the Commanders are like got every single quarterback oh on their gosh, wish list. Everyone's on there. But it seems like they've narrowed. I guess narrowed it down that they're. Apparently, they sent an offer to Seattle recently that it's like one of those things. It's like a godfather offer. It's almost like too good to pass up. Um, haven't heard anything from Se- on Seattle's side. Um, and, again, it, it sounds like Russell Wilson might be leaning towards going back to Seattle. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like a lot of those guys like that, I mean, you know, it's going to take a lot to get them away from their city, especially where you've won a Super Bowl. I mean, it's not like it just hasn't worked out. I mean – it has worked out. You yeah. were very successful for a long time. Yeah. It, you know, so it's got to be the right situation to leave. But I've heard Carson Wentz to Washington as well. I've heard, I mean, I've heard that too. Um, uh, the newest one, of course, it surprised me, I've, you know, that they're putting this out now as, you know, they're eyeing Deshaun Watson, which, I mean, they that should have been one of the first ones that I again. But again, it's with hard the, to eye him, though, based on the situation. I mean, that's that's the problem. Yeah, is that you don't know what you're getting. I mean, if is Washington willing to give up a you know King's ransom to a guy who might not play? Right. But see, Texas so, is in the pickle too because they have to be pay his contract, Deshaun's contract, right? So they, they probably should will. Be a willing, they should be willing to accept less just to dump that contract because you're literally paying some. Well, that'll probably be part somebody. of the deal is that yeah. Washington will have to take on a good portion of that contract. Oh, yeah. I feel like you can get away with giving, you know, maybe giving a couple second round picks for Deshaun Watson. It gets to a point where Houston, it just, just are they going to stand Houston's pat? Houston's got to get something. Is, are they going to stand pat in this whole thing or are they going to. Like, are they going to be a little bit more lenient going forward and want to get this done and just move on from him? So, it'll be interesting to see. He doesn't want to be there, all of this drama. They, and they don't, want, they don't want this just drama. And having to pay him. It's just like, man. And then uh, the final thing, just in that rumor mill for the NFL, uh, the Panthers have gotten calls for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, apparently the Panthers want a first-round pick and another piece in return. So... Hey, if I'm if I'm Panthers, it's time. I mean, get whatever. I mean, get the moon for him. You know, I mean, I mean, like, this is the highest they'll be able to get trade value. Yeah, for him. exactly. No, and they with with all that mileage on him and injuries starting to stack up, yeah, do it now. Get, do if it you, now. If you think you can get better, yeah, with a trade or even even something in the draft, I would do it. Hundred percent. Where where's a good landing spot? God, that's a, that's a great question. That is a really good question. Uh, Where does that kind of do-it-all-back kind of fit? Um, Let's try I think. could see him on the uh, – I could see him on the Packers. But they got Aaron Jones and A.J. Yeah, Dillon. but I mean – No, yeah, yeah they, they're good I think there. they're good with those two. I'll tell you, so I'll tell you what if you consider it. Who's the Broncos running back? Javante Williams is going to be their star running back. Okay. I'll tell you, should do it. Yeah. It's Buffalo. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Buffalo should do yeah, it. That's where I was going. I was like, dude, you get McCaffrey and Buffalo. Oh, 
Oh that my god! Would be as long as he stays healthy, gross. That would be that insane. Would be crazy. You know what's going to unfortunately probably end up happening? He's probably going to get traded to the Chiefs. Oh. <laughs> He's probably going <laughs> to go to the Chiefs for sure. I hate. Damn, you guys I, love Buffalo all of a sudden, huh? Dude, I'm ta- I'm like I'm like one or two players away. I just think Buffalo just has be done like diving bitch. through tables and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I just think Buffalo has shown that they like. Just the all, just the buy-in. Yeah, they've bought into the fan. They've really bought into the fan base and that culture. Yeah, they've bought into the quarterback and building around him. It just seems like they've done just about everything right, except unfortunately except winning that last stadium. game. Yeah, yeah that, now that's that's another Buffalo, thing. Buffalo, you need an indoor stadium. You need Buffalo to needs to stop fucking around yeah, and, and like get them a stadium. In facts. Um, Buffalo would be great. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he look around. I tell you who I tell you, but they wouldn't do it because in division. I mean, Atlanta should consider it because Atlanta needs a running game yeah. badly. But they, they won't just, do it they in their lot, division. Though. They just need to figure out a lot of things because I just Matt Ryan had a good year last year, so it's not really not necessarily time to move away from him. But he's getting older. You got to start making decisions in that. You got a freaking star in Pitts. Yeah, I mean, you got to try to build around that in the passing game. The question I, is, who has enough to get? To 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 get McCaffrey. Well, like you said, probably a first round pick and then another piece. I mean, uh, piece. So I mean, like you don't just want any first round pick. You want like top ten first round. You want a good pick, but I mean, like I'm telling you, the problem is they're an injury away from not many people caring about McCaffrey anymore. So Uh, that's that's starting to slow. What team would be willing to take that on? I mean, something exactly. I mean, yeah, man, that sucks for Todd Gurley. I mean, he I'll just fell you, off the earth. <laughs> I'll tell you who. Oh, you know who also is taking trade talks for the running back is the Giants, and it seems like the Giants aren't as hefty on that price tag for uh, Saquon. They like, can't be because they're talking about they're talking about second they're talking about like, second round. Stuff. Like I said, once Three again, years. once again, get the highest you can, but be reasonable because I'm dumping that as quick as I can if I'm them. He puts asses in the seats, but when he's healthy. And how often is that? Yeah, that'd be a, no, that'd be a guy Atlanta should look at yeah. going after. But um, I, I mean, keep an eye on Philly. I mean, Philly's always in these kind of like I don't know where they sit at cap space wise, but keep an eye on them because they're always in talks. I mean, they're in talks for Juju. They're looking at they're interested in Juju. I mean, I don't know why you, you dump Miles. I mean, the problem is is that you're dumping one injury riddled back for another. Right. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Um. Well, let's move over real quick to baseball. Uh, check where I'm at this week. How was your psyche? Uh, it's not great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, great. It's not great because now I'm, I'm just starting to look at driller games to go to. Hey, instead of that's getting, not a bad idea, instead though. Instead of getting excited about opening day baseball. Thirsty Thursdays? Yeah, Thirsty Thursdays. Definitely love that. I partake. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's crazy, but you know, some more stuff has come out. What uh, both sides are wanting including some of these rule changes. Um, you know, they've said, talking about banning the shift. Yeah. Um, I'm so for it. I'm for it. The shift sucks. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I understand, like, it's like, well, go the opposite way. I mean, I get the concept of where, what people say. But, dude, you know how many people's careers would be completely different had there been a shift during their time? I mean, it'd just be – it's crazy. I, one person they always talk about was they kind of played a shift on Ted Williams, and he was so goddamn stubborn that he would not try to go the other way. He was like, I'm going to beat the shift. I'm going to beat it <laughs> through them instead. And, I mean, like, if they had gone to what they were now, 
Uh, I mean, who knows what his average would have ended up because it, it's just it, it's insane. You know how many times I see freaking Gary Sanchez hit just lasers right at someone where no one should be standing? <laughs> it's the most frustrating freaking thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Joey Gallo, that. I mean, obviously big bats like that, these guys, I mean, they just roll right over into it. So I, I think getting away from it, even if you adjust it somewhat, I think there should be a mint like – X amount of guys can be on one side of second base kind of thing where you can still have somewhat of like a shifting a guy or mm-hmm. playing a guy to what you know he's going to do, but not this ridiculous stuff where there's just too many guys standing around on one side. It's just, it's too much. I'm for it. I have no problem with them. Yeah, getting I'm all it. about it. I don't really, I don't really like the shift at all, to be honest with you. I just feel like it's just. I get it. Like, I think we, I think I mean, we all, I think sense. we all get it. Yeah, we all get it. It makes sense, but at the same time, it's just like, dude, baseball is already kind of boring. Well, yeah. unless you really it. love the game and you yeah. know things about the game, but for the the normal watching fan, you want to see hits. You yeah, want to see excitement. You want to see, see runs. Something different. Yeah. So, I mean, which goes like perfectly it. into the next thing is they've talked about getting bigger bags. And we were like, well, what, what would that do? And so after doing a little quick research <laughs> right before the pod started, found out obviously bigger bag uh, gives more opportunity for uh, close plays, uh, stealing bags, yep, more things steals. like that to kind of you know, give a little jolt to the game. Um, and as we saw, it's, apparently they've already been doing this in the test, minors. And see, that's what I love. I, I I guess I hadn't heard that, or I probably read about that at some point but forgot. I love that aspect. that They, they test all this stuff in the minors. Yeah. Because, I mean, I remember seeing the pitch clock. I remember seeing that in the minors. I remember seeing, um, of course, the, the DH stuff. Um, they, they had messed around with that. Um you know, just a, a lot of things. All the rule they, changes. All the stuff that they've gone to that have worked well um, has come from the minor leagues. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm for it. Any any type of way to grow the game, which has to happen, and not have lockouts. I'm for it. <laughs> is you got you got to go. So, whatever they need to do to get this done, let's do it. Because I'm already pissed off that we're losing two series already. Mm-hmm. And it's only going to get worse you know, more days we go by. So, Let's get this going. Figure it out. Both sides come to agreement. Let's play baseball because all these baseball players are coming out, starting to tweet things and stuff like that, ragging on everything. Because What's going on? And yeah. it's like, let's let let the boys play, man. I mean, it's affecting their money too. So, yeah, I'm ready to see something happen. So, yeah. So hopefully, I don't know about next podcast, but hopefully next week or something, we know something more, and we have a f- official uh, opening day date because that's one. That's a National uh, pastime, great day. Yeah. Person loves opening day more than he does Christmas. Yeah, probably. probably <laughs> oh, I love opening day. I love. Opening. I'll be at work with the computer yeah. on of whatever following the Cubs or whatever series they may have on ESPN. So I love it. Yeah. But I mean, I don't love that it's going to be taking so long to get together. Yeah, right. So I know. I just know I'm going to be walking out to uh, the counter. And it's just going to be Antoine and Jeff sitting there watching Cubs games during the day. One million percent. <laughs> that is definitely happening. It's hilarious. Uh, so, okay. I might even have them come into the office to my desk and just turn it on on both there screens. There bang. Hmm. Um, what was – oh, well, we started a new segment last week. Yes. Uh, what, what are we watching? What so, you watching? What you watching? Uh, what do you got going, Antoine? Uh, I'm not really. I haven't started any new series yet. Um, 
I did watch the new episode of, of 90 Day Fiance <laughs> <laughs> with my girlfriend. <laughs> um, At least you're saying with my girlfriend. It, it, was, it was pretty. It was pretty intense. Uh, <laughs> this girl just went ham on this one guy. Told him he was disgusting. She didn't want to be around him. Uh, all that other fun stuff. But uh, I haven't really started any new shows. Uh, I think I'm going to start. I need to finish Ozarks. Oh yeah, that's the number one thing. New also season. Also need to finish some Snowfall. New, uh, new uh, the final uh, part two of uh, Ozarks coming out the Next end month. of this. Yeah. Oh, so I got to really get to it. Yeah. Um. So I need to catch up on those shows before I really do anything else. But um, I mean, did you guys finish them at all? I'm on episode eight. I'm on. I just I either finished seven or I, I started or we're starting seven. I can't you fell remember what. Fell asleep on it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> You're on episode eight. I got episode eight, but I'm gonna tell you this right now because I told Preston this. I've got a big problem with this show, <laughs> and it was episode five. Oh yeah. Uh, Get I'm not bag. Gonna, I yeah. Get in the bag. I've got a big. See, here's the thing. Go ahead, talk about it. I've uh, we've all seen episode five. I so. I, I, I have well, no problem watching people get. It. I have yeah. But. I I don't mind. I like, watch horror movies all day. Once people get maimed, you know, get cut up. You know, I watched that new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I enjoyed every moment of everybody getting fucked up in that. I have a big issue with how they handle stuff like that in shows, especially with what other content was going on in that. Um, and that kind of st- that, that unfortunately, that's kind of stuff that can kind of lose me in a show. And and as I was telling Preston, there was a way that that was handled that almost it was like almost way too over the top. For something like that, that I just did not care for, and I mean, I don't I, think anybody cares for it. But the problem is, is it was reality I, back in and the, that's, back in the day. The, the, and and I just, get that, and I get, real. and I get that. Yeah, but at the same time, too, it's, it's just that fucked up. That right there, I I just think if you're gonna do in that kind of situation, something like that could have been handled a little bit more. It's it being fucked up, but a little bit more delicately. The right. way that was handled, I just I think I thought it was like what I, did, I thought it crossed the line. Right. I, I thought it crossed the line, and that I just handled as far as what though. I, I mean, okay, so let's just get into it. They killed a baby in this show, yeah, and the way it was handled is them playing this game called Cat in the Bag, <laughs> and bag. then like almost in a way kind of hot potato, yeah. And these let me let me put it this way: these folks were racist. Uh, but they were also fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like they would have walked to a white family's and done the, almost the same exact thing. But just that way it was handled. I mean, if they're going to, they could have done something off off screen, like to know that they killed the baby, which I would have thought was fucked up. But showing them, like, twirling it over their head, showing them a place, it, that was just that was just too much for me. No, it's it's it was incredibly fucked up. Yeah, I. I feel where you're coming from, but at the same time, when you have a show that's just trying to be as real as them was trying to be, yeah. or is trying to be, it's just, we never saw it, and hopefully we never ever see yeah. something like that again, yeah. but, you know, back then, that's just how it was. But then I've seen, I've seen more movies, I've seen, I don't know if you guys ever watched, like, 12 Years of Slavery, uh-huh. that oh, movie I mean, was incredibly fucked up. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? When she was getting... Getting beat. It's just I've seen movies like that when 
But unfortunately, in order to get the point across, you have to. Sometimes show, you got to go that you way. You have to go that route. I understand. And that. I mean, it's reality. It would have been like worse if they like showed the inside of the bag. That would have really. Here's like, my thing: is you that, know what I mean? If they if they if they're gonna let you know that they're gonna kill the baby, take it off screen. Because here's the problem with here's the here's another thing too. Things that happen off screen that you don't see that goes to the imagination is way worse than Sometimes watching. It's worse. Well, yeah, I agree with that. So sure. I I mean, but it could have been handled like here's the thing with Twelve Years a Slave. Steve McQueen is the director of this that movie, and Steve McQueen handles things. He'll push limits on stuff, but he'll also handle those kind of situations a lot more delicately than I think the uh, creators of this show handle that. I mean, here's another problem. I don't like seeing women get raped on stuff. I mean, it's awful, and of course, it's awful in that time. So to watch a woman that happen and watch a baby, that just really it was intense, bro. That like, was intense, and it really just kind I of was fucked raging. me up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Show. Like I couldn't even like. I was like, I, I was, almost fast forwarded through it. I was I was extremely pissed off just watching the whole thing happen because I was trying to figure out like. First off, like where where was he at? I didn't know he. I didn't realize they he said he left. Was that? Yeah, him and the daughters. For an hour after I'm glad the daughters weren't there. It was oh, just, God. it was an incredibly fucked up scene <laughs> and it was just like it made everybody feel some type of way, which I think was the point of it. Sure. It probably hurt some people. Like if you can't watch it, you can't watch it. I right. get it. Fast forward through it. But unfortunately it's still yeah. something that yeah. happened. It's not funny, it's not cool, it's not exciting to talk about. Yeah. But it's just like it's it's it was incredibly fucked up. I just think it could have been handled a little up. bit yeah. more delicately. If then. you're interested in watching the show, I mean you I mean it, you'll understand more what's going on in the situation. It, and even us telling you that part doesn't give anything away because you already know that something had happened or whatever. You just this is actually what happened. But it was tough. I'm not gonna lie, Michaela and I had tough uh, tough time watching it. So I mean, I think it's um, another reason why it's the shortest episode so far of the yeah, series. Yeah, my no, girlfriend had literally had her mouth out. Yeah, no, it was it was. Like, Chris had her mouth out. Like I did. I I literally like I said. I had my I had my hand on the like fa- fast forward, fast but forward. I about fast forwarded. Yeah, yeah it was incredibly fucked up. But right, well, I, <laughs> let's move on from that because that's 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 a Debbie Downer. So I did. St- I know you finished it. I'd started it. Yeah. Um, uh, I, winning time on winning HBO Max. Time, baby. I've gotten probably Did halfway. Did you watch th- it? No, I didn't get a chance. I'm going to watch it tonight. Though. I've gotten I'll about halfway tonight. through it, and I'm already in love with this show. Yeah, it, it's good. I mean, it's it's solid. Uh, you know, Wait, all the episodes are out? No, no just one. First. I mean, uh-huh. It's going to be. All right, I'm going to watch it tonight. HBO Max drops off like one episode at a time. Yeah, but uh, there's one part that happened in it that. Um, don't tell me. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. The one part that made me like, oh crap! Like it really showed something, and I was like, I had no idea. And so next episode, we'll, after you guys have watched it, we'll talk about it a mm-hmm. little bit. But uh, it's just kind of interesting. I, I completely had forgotten about the whole situation because I'm sure it's a, a real story kind of thing is what they. I'm assuming they're going by. So like I said, we'll talk about that later. But I I really enjoyed it. So. I clearly think that obviously they're playing up a lot of this stuff as kind of more silly. Right. In certain ways, like, oh, uh, and I won't, like I said, we'll get into it, but the way some of these characters are handled. I mean, obviously, John C. Riley is killer as Jerry Buzz. Yeah. But it's how some of the other people are on it. Uh, you can tell it's kind of played up. Apparently, Jerry West had an anger issue. Massive one. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. I mean, whoa. <laughs> I will say the scene in the office where he explained, you kind of like, in a way, you understand Jerry West. Right. With the anger, because mm-hmm. you, for most uh, like of the greats, that attitude you can see, you're like I, that makes total sense, right? But uh, 
No, it's it's been really good so far. Obviously, Preston finished it. I'm going to finish it after we finish this pod. Um, so I'm excited to watch it. Um, another show I I I hate to be Debbie Downers, but another show I finished this weekend was Dope Sick. Oh, and dude. let me t- let me tell you something. Love it. It oh, was so good. It was so good, and it was so fucking depressing. Yeah. and so frustrating. Yeah, like I need to watch that, dude. It's so good, man. Did you did you start uh, what we talked about? I am gonna I am gonna I am gonna start Snowfall next. Bro, I've actually I actually when Snowfall first came out, I saw like the first four or five episodes, so I have the understanding what how it starts. So I'm just gonna jump in from first episode and go on. But that's that's the kind of stuff that always catches my eye. And of course, it's like so sick, bro. It's they bring so up, good. and the reason why I asked that is because they brought up, and I didn't even think about it. Of course, this stuff should make sense. But there's a scene in Dope Sick where she talks to this kid about like the oxy epidemic is very reminiscent to the crack epidemic in South Central in the '80s. And I was like, I was like, fuck, that makes total sense. And of course, I was like, well, snow falls on. I should watch that. <laughs> so, but it's so good. It was, it was incredible. Michael Keaton was incredible in that. Um, awesome. You know, most of the actors, I mean, it's just such a frustrating and sad look at, like, just one of the many sad instances in this country over time. Yeah. You know, the Sackler family is basically a giant piece of shit family. How people give up morals for money. Yeah, oh, yeah. And not, I mean, and just watching representatives and people that leave jobs and get hired by them was just fucking sickening. Yeah. Um but you know, a shout out to the you know the to the attorneys who fought and the agents and DA and other who fought to you know to bring down this family and it's unfortunately so many people lost families and you know lost jobs, lost friends yeah. because of this epidemic. And of course now, fortunately, we're seeing it run through again with fentanyl. But I don't want to get too down on this pod because yeah. that's not what we're about. So I'm going to jump into the final part of the entertainment is. Saw the Batman over the weekend. Batman. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, it was, I mean, for most people who have read the comics, it is most likely the movie they've been waiting for for a Batman movie because it is a fantastic uh, detective story. I mean, yeah, it's a detective story throughout. Yeah. Um, there's very, actually, if I had a guess, there's probably about 15, 20 minutes of just Bruce Wayne stuff. And it's, it's very kind of just singular stuff there's no him going to any parties or anything him just being more of a playboy i mean it's just like quick few things and then he's back to being batman this is a full-on batman movie um pattinson's he's great i mean there should be no worries about him as batman because he's fantastic zoe kravitz is sexy as shit she's terrific as catwoman uh she's every bit his equal and uh you know fighting and just being that, uh, just the attitude aspect of it. Then they have great chemistry together. Paul Dano is the Riddler. I mean, he's a psycho. Uh, it's heavily influenced by the Zodiac Killer. Um, the atmosphere surrounding it is also heavily influenced by the movie Seven, which I loved. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, it's shot great. I mean, Gotham. I mean, apparently there's no sun in Gotham. It's always raining. It's basically Seattle. <laughs> but in a in a comic book world, uh, it has and it's a perfect aspect because they mix in uh, a some uh, a Nirvana song and it it's got that kind of Seattle grunge feel to it. That's cool. I like yeah, that. See that, and that's what I liked. Um, I'm not trying to give too much away. Phil, uh, you know what I need though. What? You know what I need? 
Oh, it's not. I have I it need, as I have it as number two. The Dark Knight is still number one. No, no. I need that rating. Oh, I gave it. I need that. You, you gave it I, on I, I give it. I give it on the site, but I give it a four out of five. Four out of five, not four and a half, just four out of five. Four, I, I honestly and like that's the number two movie of all of Batman. All the Batman. I, I thought it. I have it. So if I have it ahead of my, so huh, I went back and looked at what I would have at three. I eventually would have Batman nineteen eighty nine is probably three, and that's more kind of fanfare for me because I just love that movie so much. But yeah, I would say a four out of five. I mean, if I want to slide up to a four and a half, it's in that ballpark. I mean, it's that good. But it's. Right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna buy tickets literally today. It's still. Uh, it's still behind the Dark Knight for me. Right, I know. All right, all right. And I saw a great. Someone posted. They said like, it's not the best Batman movie, but it might be the best adaptation, which kind of makes sense because I know how many people have been waiting for a detective like story for Batman. See, and that's what I really like about Gotham. You know, it's kind of got that. That feel to it, you know, it, it really goes that direction. And I stuff agree like with that. that. It really does. Have you seen? Have you watched? I've watched Gotham, I mean, and, and I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It just fits more into kind of what I've seen of it. Just kind of, it's got some seriousness to it, but also it's got a little bit of silliness it to does. it. No, so it fits it, more into yeah. the, like Tim Burton kind of aspect. Which yeah. I mean, I like the Tim Burton ones, but. Um, another MVP, another the silent or like the X Factor for this movie might be Colin Farrell as Penguin, which I'm also loving that he's getting his own spinoff on oh, HBO nice. Max. They've got two spinoffs coming on HBO Max. One's going to be about the Penguin and his rise in Gotham, and then they were originally going to do one about Gotham PD, but they decided to take kind of a left turn and they're now going to make it more about Arkham Asylum, mm. and make it more into like a horror like. That's kind of cool too. Funhouse type style show, which yeah. I'm all in on. So again, highly recommend it. It's going to be one of those movies that will probably. I mean, the three hour length time wasn't too bad. The pacing was really good. I think I may have had one time kind of checking where we were at in the movie. Uh, besides that, I, I, my phone was down the whole time. Let me ask you a question, bro. Do you think that? Uh... They could possibly fit, probably not, but do you think they could possibly fit the Queen Phoenix Joker into this Batman with the timeline, like with the timeline somehow match up or would? It just depends. I mean, you look at it, the, the Joker one, I mean, that's setting it at a, it depends on where they do with that. Uh, if they do a second one, which there's been talks about them doing another Joker, which I wouldn't be mad about. Um, it depends on how that timeline goes. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they decided on it, but Matt Reeves has a clear vision for what he wants for uh, his his Batman series, and I'm not sure if Joker is one of the prime villains they're looking at right now. Which I think for most people is kind of a relief because the joke you look at what the Joker's been the last few ones. You have Heath Ledger in 08 with the Dark Knight, which is still the gold standard. Then you follow it up with J- with Jared Leto with his kind of Gangster uh, Joker. What do you think Joaquin Phoenix is, is like not even top three? He'd be number two. Oh, I don't even know what oh, okay. name you're saying over there. Joaquin. 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 Oh, whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix to me would be number two. Okay, cool. Um, behind uh, Heath within Jack being number three. Um, I like but, that list. Yeah. I like that. What? 
but I just think that they it it's one of those things. It's like you want that character kind of have some time to breathe because they the Joker only came out what maybe like what three or four years ago. I mean, you want to give it a few a little bit more time. That's get, what I'm saying. Like Batman has such a great though. they have well the Batman has such a great catalog of villains. I mean, there's very few superheroes who have a better catalog of villains than Batman. And Nobody there's somebody, other than Spider-Man. Maybe. I mean, Spider-Man might Spider-Man, be it. Spider-Man, yeah. Um, and so you want to get some new ones and get some fresh blood in there. Get, you know, maybe reintroduce some guys who, like, reintroduce maybe a way they can keep it grounded Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that Robert Pattinson has said the Court of Owls is actually one he thinks should be in the but sequel. can you do Mr. Fr- Mr. Freeze is just one of those guys where it's, like, so unrealistic. Like, if you look at the Batmans now, a lot of their villains have been somebody that could actually be. Yeah. That, it's know, grounded that, that in reality. So that's why I mean, like, the Joker, I feel like they could do it. Like, maybe the Joker's been locked up and he gets out type situation and then he's wrecking havoc all of a sudden. Yeah. Maybe they could do something like that. I don't know. I feel like they can't wait too long to where people forget about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's why I'm asking, like, maybe they can do it this next movie because. By the time every by the time this movie comes out, it, it's going to be two or three years. By the I time, just think that seven years. I just don't think the rush to get Joker is in the cards for him. Yeah. I think that they can introduce other villains in the next one or even the next two. Really? And they, yeah, I just I don't know if they're in the biggest. So you rush wouldn't want to see it. I I mean it just again it all depends. I mean if Joaquin Phoenix is involved, yes, I would want to see it. If they are in fact going a different route. And they're not introducing Joaquin Phoenix, then I'm not in a rush to see another Joker because I've watched, I've now seen two guys who are one is the best, one who's the second best at Joker, and then of course you throw Jared Leto in there. I mean, whatever. But I see two, the top two in like the last from '08 to now in the last what 14 years. Yeah. I, I think I could take a break on that, and yeah. it's just like the same way they're handling like, and Marvel handles like Wolverine. And they're probably going to handle Iron Man. Like, give those time to breathe before you make a decision on putting someone else new. Now, they so probably won't. Yeah, I don't hate that. For what? The Batman. Like, villain. Villain wise. They did the Riddler and the Penguin in this one, right? They did the, and and obviously the Penguin's gonna, low key, like, one of my favorite ones. And the like, Penguin, they're obviously going to keep Penguin involved. So, obviously, you want to get into what they do next. I've, I've got a buddy who's a big comic fan, and he mentioned the Court of Owls. I know Robert Pattinson has mentioned Court of Owls would be a good one. Uh, Matt Reeves could probably find a good way to ground that uh, into the next one. I know he's mentioned uh, the Hush uh, Batman uh, version mm. getting in there. So interesting. I think it'd be really. I mean, it'd be really cool. I just think they have so many options, and then obviously, then they can bring in the Joker. Yeah. I mean, he could obviously. You have to. You could set all these up to see then a huge like puppet. Right. Master like situation where the Joker is just controlling it all. So, well, I mean, I was already excited to see it, but now I'm, I guess yeah, I'm, I'm ready, bro. Like I'm about to book a ticket, dog. Let's go. <laughs> so I promise you. Uh, no, I think you guys will. I, I mean, if you guys go see it. I think you guys are gonna love it. Right. Cool. Well, you guys have anything else? No, man. Oh, real quick. Uh, final thing. I watched the UFC fights over the weekend. Oh yeah. Uh, kind of low key boring. Um, Colby Covington just. I mean, he worked Masvidal. He, yeah. he worked Masvidal. Masvidal's not I really like how Masvidal didn't really make any excuses. He just said, look, my wrestling was flat tonight. I, I just came out and was not prepared to uh, to go. I mean, essentially. I mean, Colby came out and it just, in a way, it's just like Colby came out and just kind of just 
it was like a complete attack. Hmm. And he really never once they got on the ground, he never let up. Right. I mean, he would. It was a very. I mean, it was. You could obviously see why Colt. I mean, obviously, it, it's a testament also to Usman in that division. But you could see why Colby's the number one contender. It, one thing too, I want to say is Masvidal may low key need to move up in weight. Something. And the reason I say that is because when you're cutting weight, yeah, it takes a lot out of you. And oh, nine times out of ten, you're cutting weight right before the fight, and he cuts a shit ton of weight. If you see him when he's on the weight scale compared to when he's fighting, he's a cutting story, a lot yeah. of weight, and people take that. People don't understand how much it takes to cut that weight. Yeah. I mean, I saw a, a, a documentary with, with Cyborg, the, you know, the girl, mm-hmm. with her crying because they, they had to keep towels on her and keep her in a sauna so she could sweat and sweat and sweat. And her body's miserable. Yeah. And this is the day before you have to go in there and beat somebody's ass. So I think he might want to go up to, what is he fighting at now, 170? 170, I mean. So the next thing is middleweight? Oh yeah, I mean, 185. So I feel like he might want to go up to 185. I don't. I think it'll be less stressful for his body. Um, but I mean, has he fought at 155 before? I think so. I think he went up from 155 to 170 to 170. I mean, I, I think he needs to seriously take it into. He needs to take it into consideration because I feel like he's hurting himself because he yeah. he talks about it. He looks miserable, and then you have to all of a sudden go out there and have a lot of energy. That's why his wrestling was fat, right? You know, that's one reason, long story short, that's one reason Roy Jones Jr. fell off his throne back in the day. Went from heavyweight back down to light heavyweight to heavyweight light back. Messed it up. Well, the problem is I just, Masvidal is starting to slowly fall into this category kind of in the same way Connor is. Both are big names that can bring a draw. But the problem is is that you keep losing all these fights. I wouldn't even say necessarily Connor yet. I would say more um, Nate Diaz. I can see that. Nate Diaz, he keeps getting these big fights and losing, putting on a show. I mean, yeah. like you People get, will go see them fight. Eventually, he, he's got to win some of these to keep that big card, you know? So, Asvidal hasn't won a big fight, bro. It's been a while. Uh, I wanted to say this real quick. How bad, I mean, like, look, UFC's been solid. It hasn't been great mm-hmm. um, over the, I'd even say in the last year, really. How bad do you think they need a. McGregor fight right now. I, I think, think they need. I honestly think they need Gaethje Oliveira to be a massive weekend. Well, yeah. As I said, I don't want to take away from that because I, I think, think they I need think that. That would be very important. But I'm saying right now, I don't know. Like, but I'm thinking like July, something like that. August have a McGregor fight. I they got to do something. The one thing about UFC is they have a lot of really, really, really good fighters, really good champions. There are very few people on a UFC roster that has that appeal to not only appeal to the the, the people that watch it all the mm-hmm. time, but to the people that don't watch it all the time. Right. And that's the only guy that I can think of off the top of my head right now would be Conor McGregor. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they and then to. maybe maybe John Jones. Maybe. I don't know John. I mean, I don't, I don't know John Jones. John Jones is that guy. I don't know if he's fighting. Yeah. I don't know when John Jones is going to fight again. So I don't even know what I don't know what weight class he's going to fight in. Who's I mean, second? Who's second to you? No, I think John Jones is. Oh, John Jones would be my second behind Connor. But again, my thing is, is I would bet more that Connor is going to fight sooner than John. I have, oh, if that's John, oh, yeah, John, John, John Jones fight. I, not just that's the fighting, but his his just mindset. 
and mind is just all over the place right now. I mean, I mean, the last thing lost his girlfriend. Yeah, that tweet he sent out was pretty fucked up. Yeah, he's talking. He came out and just said, "All the John Jones haters, you should be happy today because my fiance finally uh, let me know they're separating." She's like, "And I'm he's like I'm fucking sad." Wow. Yeah, that's rough. That's sad. Uh, for somebody like him that already has issues. No, exactly. Yeah. But hey, I'll, I, I'm just saying, like, I just think they need that draw to get that crowd excited about something again. Have a great card with McGregor on it. And uh, and hopefully, you know, McGregor wins and you kind of start building him back. Hopefully. Because if he goes out there and loses, oh, if he loses again, this will be this will be four to five. This will yeah. be like rap, four. This is like four or three out of yeah. four, four to five. You can't keep He's putting lost. him on there and him no. losing. It's over. No, exactly. With. It's over. So, I, and I, one thing I will give Colby is that he has found a lane, and he's stuck with yeah, it because stuck. it's a heel turn lane right. that he wants to get everybody that that kind of like go against him, right? So they can turn tune in and see if he loses. Yeah. The problem is, is that in that weight class, makes money. There's only one guy that I see that can beat him, and he's already just done it, Newsman. Yeah. So I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't know who's going to beat him, but I do think they need Gaethje. And all and uh, was it is it Oliveira or Olivier? Oliveira. Oliveira. Okay, I think they need that to be a big fight weekend. Which, by the way, last time I saw it, it's turning out to be a pretty. Uh, let me pull that up real quick. But it's turned out to be a pretty solid. It's UFC two seventy four, um, Gaethje and Oliveira, and I think I mean Donald Cerrone is going to fight. I mean Cerrone's always around there somewhere. But Ovin St. Pierre as fighting, uh, you know, they've got some names on this card, so, and they'll keep adding to it to kind of bump it up, but they, I think that's the next thing they need to, they need that to be a pretty big fight weekend. Yeah, no, for sure. I, it's not, I, 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 it sounds like they're doing fine, like ratings wise and stuff like that, but you're just looking for a draw, something that gets the people excited, especially you playing a good summer pay-per-view mm-hmm. something like that that just seems like that's always a great uh great time to put a big time fight and i just i i look for i would imagine i mean guys it's already march i'd imagine that we're going to hear an announcement sh- surely soon about mcgregor making they gotta have fight. a big announcement i mean let's be honest with you i mean they, they i won't be surprised here soon if they announce that stipe is gonna have another fight yeah. here soon which stipe is a pretty good draw too no for sure but I just I don't know. They need that big that big. Well, they need Connor. I mean, they need that, they, they need, need that name. They need yeah. Connor. Yeah. The problem is, is Connor knows the UFC needs him. 100 percent. So that's the problem, and Connor can be a little bit of ass. Like I well, I know, but I think he knows too that he's got to win the next fight. I mean, like I said, I mean one one loss away, and he could be dead. I will say this though: if they can make this fight happen after Saturday night, if they can make Dustin Poirier and Colby fight happen, I think that's got. Potential to be a pretty no, that'd be a big, good one. That'd be a big box be a office good one, fight for sure. All right, well that does it for us here today, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. Um, we talked about a lot of things. Super excited about the next episode coming. We'll kind of see how some of the stuff plays out. And Get, it's a movie draft. And we're having a movie draft. That Wait, is correct. Sports movies Thursday. Oh, yeah, so that you're, you're definitely going what to do that because do we do a six pack again? I mean, yeah, Preston's going for the dynasty. He's going for you three know, wins. Uh, came know. came out a close win last time. Now he's yeah. trying to just complete the uh, the uh, dynasty. So <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah. So uh, tune in for that, guys. Make sure you follow us on show, social media at your mom's favorite threesome. We're Twitter, Instagram. We out here. So make sure you're on there following everything. But uh, other than that, guys, you have a great 
uh, rest of your week, and we'll see you at the end of the week. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. See you guys.